The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back with you, Tower 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio. Cornhead Lager powering Hale Varsity Radio. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Get to more of your comments in the stream yard. Can always watch the show, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Subscribe to Hale Varsity YouTube channel. All sorts of great content there. The Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. Give that a follow and read this dude, Evan Bland with the Omaha World Herald at Evan Bland OWH. That's where you find him on Twitter. Evan, what's uh, shaking, man? How's your week? Thanks for the time. Yeah, doing all right. You know, embracing, uh, getting ready to embrace the time change and uh, some meaningful November football. Can't complain. How about that? And, and that is something Elijah and I've touched on a little bit, but but more so the reality of it. Did you ever imagine that it would take as long as it's taken? And I'm not trying to put cart before horse. It's go one and no. I totally understand that. But, I mean, November matters. And it hasn't mattered around here. I mean, Nebraska's been in contention, kind of, sort of, with some help in 2016 and then 2012 and then 2014. But it's always been you're trying to finish second or third in the, in the, the division with some, some really crazy help. And it didn't matter anyway because you didn't finish November out the right way with the Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota uh, triumvirate. So this is going to be super impressive. But it's it's step one, Evan, for for Nebraska, and it feels like you know another pretty pretty tight test for Nebraska on Saturday. Yeah, I mean it's kind of the theme that we've seen the last few games, which is you know Nebraska working to. Uh, stop shooting itself in the foot and facing opponents who are really limited offensively, have some uh, ability defensively, but you're just kind of expecting these low-scoring, you know, first to 20 wins sort of uh, affairs. And that's how I think it'll shape up with Michigan State, too. I mean, uh, that's a program over there that, you know, two years ago was highly ranked, had their coach signed to a long-term deal, and now uh, they're kind of playing out the string. Uh, six losses in a row. You listen to some of their players talk to the media out there in East Lansing, and it it's awfully reminiscent of what it was like here in Lincoln a year ago. And now you've got a situation where Nebraska is uh, one of the, the, the better feel-good stories, certainly in the Big Ten, um, getting to that point nationally. And uh, it's just, it'll be fascinating, I think, to see what Michigan State's mentality is for this particular game it's it's i guess their senior day um they don't know where they're going to be in a month uh, in terms of who their head coach is or if they'll be uh you know guys going into the portal or whatever so it feels like a game where even more so than the last few uh a strong start would behoove nebraska just because again these uh, these guys on the other side if you fall behind um 14 to nothing being michigan state like it's going to be hard maybe to conjure up some of the enthusiasm to come back. Whereas if Nebraska does what it's done 
and some of these recent games, putting the ball on the turf, uh, giving, giving away the ball uh, on offense, suddenly maybe that uh, can spark some things on the other side. So I think even more, as much emphasis as Nebraska puts on the fourth quarter, I think the first quarter is going to be really interesting on Saturday. It's Evan Bland with us here from the Omaha World Herald, Hale Varsity Radio, talking Nebraska and Michigan State. And Evan, we're not Vegas, but I do want to go to Vegas here for just a second because they have the line as it stands right now set at three points for Nebraska. I think earlier in the week it was three and a half. It's moved back Michigan State's way to three points. How does that line strike you? Is that about right? Too much? Too too little? It's, it's one of those lines that I, I'm struggling to get a read on because – Nebraska is on the road, and the fact that you're a road favorite means something, but this is a Michigan State team that's spiraling, and it almost feels like three isn't enough. Yeah, that's kind of my first gut reaction, too. I thought it would be, you know, six and a half, something like that. Uh, I think that speaks really more to how Vegas views Nebraska than it does Michigan State at this point. I still think there's some hesitation nationally that Nebraska can get out of its own way. And even on this three-game win streak, uh, you know they, they haven't really always been able to do that, especially on the offensive side. So, like, there's absolutely a scenario where Nebraska holds onto the ball. Um, you know, they get a couple explosive plays. They pick their spots in the passing game, and they win, you know, by, by 20 points. Like, I could see that scenario playing out. But I think you also are at that point in the season now two-thirds of the way in where there's a little bit of that element of you you kind of are what you are and what nebraska is has been a team that has struggled to take care of the football and one that really until last week against purdue hasn't had a ton of track record of of getting takeaways defensively uh, at meaningful points in the game so i think that's sort of the line of thinking that would would handicap nebraska uh, in a game like this, because I do think if Nebraska played a, ple- a clean game, just given uh, the trajectory of where that program is relative to what Michigan State's is, uh, it's one that Nebraska could could pull away in. And um, you know, I, I don't think that this is a team in Nebraska that's dwelling on uh, the bowl streak and, and getting that uh, drought ended. But you never know. Like sometimes these these games can uh, have a way of, of bringing out that line of thinking, too. So I think it'll be bigger. Honestly, I would pick Nebraska to win by more or to cover um, what Vegas would have out there, but I guess we'll see. Evan, you talked about Nebraska being what they are at this point in the season. You kind of laid out the turnover issue. Which side of the coin are you on with the Husker defense? Are you on the side that you're confident they can continue to keep up the performances in those swing moments? Nebraska's offense turns it over, and they've been able to get off the field or at least hold the opponent to three points or – are you of the opinion that there's going to be some regression to the mean at some point this year, and maybe Saturday is the day that happens where the turnovers do, in fact, end up biting Nebraska and, and leading to points for the other team? Which side of that coin are you on? The defense, that should be what's expected of them, or you should expect some regression back to the mean of college football and, and turnovers really hurting a team? Well, I know that the, the, the defense would tell you that they expect to have those uh, level of takeaways, and I think – if they do regress to the mean, I don't know that it will be this week because, again, you look at what Michigan State has. They've started two different quarterbacks. They benched their, their second one in favor of a true freshman last week, so that's absolutely a position that they're still working through. I think they have the most interceptions thrown uh, in the Big Ten, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they're they're depleted at running back. They have a, a, a UConn transfer by the name of Nate Carter who has been pretty good for them, but I think his – 
ideal situation would be sort of a change of pace back, and he's been pressed into more of a feature role. And so I think there are a lot of uh, avenues to to seeing where Nebraska would be able to force some takeaways on Saturday. And then, you know, on the offensive side, like that's, that's been a major topic of conversation certainly this week from Matt Rule and Marcus Satterfield, the OC, uh, about the five points of ball security and how you go about that. Um, I, I think maybe the one thing that can come into play there is you spend so much time talking about it and thinking about it that it it, it does kind of get in your head to where you're trying not to do something as opposed to uh, just kind of letting that training take over. But assuming um, you know that that emphasis of ball security and practice carries over into the game, um, maybe this is one of those rare games this year when Nebraska has a positive turnover differential. And I think if that's the case. Uh, you know, that's something that's a game that they'll probably have in hand by the fourth quarter. Evan Bland with us here on Hale Varsity. Evan, we were talking to Searles yesterday and and he kind of laid out something that was really pretty important. And he has kind of lived by this when he's analyzed different teams with you learn how to practice and then you learn how to win and then you handle winning and then you're, you're ready to go compete for a championship. Uh, Nebraska has learned how to practice under Matt Rule. They, they've gotten the kids ready for Saturday. Uh, they've had some wins. Now, Saturday to me is a lot about handling success. Uh, three-game win streak, while there's not parades being thrown, there's, uh, there's a smile now for Nebraska fans. That's big. But Saturday to me is about a lot about maturity with this Nebraska football team. And I think that Rule and his staff will kind of, you know, squeeze down on the kids so they don't feel too good about themselves. That said, you still need it to be player-led. Do you worry about Nebraska getting too big ahead? Yeah. You know, I, I felt like if they were going to have a letdown that it would have been last week. Like, I, that was the one to me where it was like, hey, you know, you're still at home. You're going to be hearing a lot of praise from a lot of places and you got a Purdue Purdue team coming in that's that had its moments in the in the last couple months, and you know Nebraska played far from a perfect game and was still able to take that thing, uh, you know, down the stretch. And so, I mean, I I kind of it's weird to think, but I kind of feel like confident that Nebraska is kind of is handling this thing. Like you listen, probably listen to. I don't know, eight to ten players between postgame uh, from Purdue last week to what we talked with them this week. And, like, nobody's uh, nobody's talking about, like, the implications in the West. Nobody's talking about bowl games. Like, Matt Rule has them so dialed in on the process that, like, there's just no room to, to entertain anything else. Like, you know, you win, but it's all about the tape, and it's about, well, what can we do better? And, hey, we, we can build on this. And, like, it just feels different from what we've seen from past Nebraska teams that maybe have gotten caught up in some of the external stuff um, that they are uh, locked in on what they're doing. And I think going on the road this week to East Lansing, it's an 11 a.m. kick. There's probably not going to be a ton of energy in that stadium from their fans. Like, I think that all kind of continues to play into it where, um, you know, Nebraska's enthusiastic about getting better. We've seen that uh, the last few weeks. We've heard about it from what they've done in practice. And it just kind of feels like the culture is, is set into the point to where it's maybe not as much of a worry as it was in past years that they're locked in and ready to go. I, I kind of feel like they will be. Evan Bland with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And 
Evan, open-ended question here. Nebraska wins on Saturday if dot, dot, dot. Nebraska wins on Saturday if they continue to execute the blueprint that they've done the last three games. Like, I think it's – I don't think you go – too far away from that. I think you, you you pound the ball on the ground on offense. You pick your spots in the passing game. If you can connect on a couple of those option passes deep, you know, Michigan State is susceptible to that in their secondary, which is also young and injury-riddled right now. And then defensively, lean on the black shirts. And whether that results in uh, you know a few takeaways or just a pile of punts, um, I, I think that's going to be enough against the Michigan State offense that's barely averaging 11 points during this six-game losing streak. Um, And then uh, from special teams, if you can get a little bit of field position, you you let Brian Buschini do his thing. Tristan Alvano has been, you know, more consistent here these last handful of games. So I think that's what it is, is you, you, you rely on that blueprint. And, you know, the other thing I would say is I think it's kind of ironic in, in the sense that, you know, Matt Rule and Marcus Satterfield are running an offense right now that they don't necessarily plan to execute long-term or to keep around into the future, and yet they're still building an identity around it to the point to where I think every week you can say this is what Nebraska needs to do to win. And I think the players, uh, you know, over this last month with the positive results that they've had are leaning into that. So I think it's it's more of the same. And if you can cut down on the mistakes that they've uh you know, committed in recent weeks, um, you know, maybe that'll even take away some of the drama late. Evan, uh, Evan, about 90 seconds here. What's your take on Nebraska's punt return game on Saturday? Do you think that is a shot in the arm uh, for a team that uh, will take any help or advantage when it comes to field position or points? Yeah, it's something they're working on. I'm not sure who they'll put back there. They've mentioned freshman Ethan Nation as a possibility. Alex Bullock was the guy last week, so maybe you coach him up a little bit more. Um, You know, it's possible that uh, Billy Kemp could be back in a couple of weeks, so it's more of it seems like it's more of a stopgap sort of situation than anything else. But really, I think you just need to find somebody who's sure-handed and can catch the ball. The one thing you can't have is to have that thing bounce at the 20 and then roll down to the 5 or the 4 or something like that. Uh, you find somebody who's sure-handed, can handle that thing back there. I think it's it's established at this point Nebraska's not going to be a dynamic punt return team, but just don't lose those hidden yards on the back end and help your offense that way. Evan, before we get you out of here, another episode of the Rewind series drops tonight. And in recent weeks, we've heard if we die, we die. We've heard the leash is off. We've heard you're embarrassing yourself in front of your family. Do you think we get any sort of big Matt Rule speeches tonight? And if so, what do we hear? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's part of the fun. He comes up with something different every week. Uh, whoever's writing for him, uh, if, even if it's his own brain, that's uh, it's awfully impressive to come up with stuff like that. Um, I don't know. He, he finds a way, man, every time, whether it's uh, pregame speeches or Halloween costumes or or whatever. Um, he brings the juice every day, and it's it's a big part of why Nebraska is where it is. He has my uh, permission to threaten the next guy who fumbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I want a halftime speech where it is all nothing but bleeps because, oh, here's a 78th consecutive fumble at uh, the 20-yard line. Defense, go out there. Just get a three and out and have him <laughs> miss the field goal. I'd lose my mind. I would absolutely <laughs> lose my mind. Evan, uh, you headed up to East Lansing then, bud? 
Yeah, heading out early Friday, so I'm going to be a zombie Friday afternoon, but be ready to roll by Saturday. All right, well, uh, you need a cocktail, let me know, all right? <laughs> Sounds great. Thanks, bud. Take care. Good to spend time with Evan Bland, Omaha World Herald at Evan Bland, O-W-H. So where do you find him on Twitter? Good uh, rundown there. Open phones here next segment. Want to jump in? You're welcome to do it, but we'll get back into that handling success element and and also... Uh, where Nebraska's at as a as a squad. Mentally, you feel okay. Physically, they got to take care of the football. Uh, but uh, there's a lot out there. Also, the college football rankings.